Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Hey, what's up? It's 8 p.m. tonight. Just kidding. It's 8 a.m. in the morning. Sorry, the different non-spoilers here at Collider. So if you tuned in last night... That's the regular Collider crew. The Heroes crew is here for your coffee and donuts and stuff, talking about these non-spoilers for Deadpool 2. We saw it yesterday, but it's still today. We're time-traveling like cable. What's going on? Amy, Robert, it's the next day, but we're still here tomorrow, yesterday. What's, what is, we're going to talk about Deadpool 2. <laughs> what do you think? We want to talk about it? Happy birthday to me. Yeah, happy <laughs> birthday to Robert, because right now, even though it's today, yesterday, right now, it's happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. And Amy Dal, and it's your birthday, too. It's coming up. My birthday's the day after Robert's May 16th. You better be coming to IMAX screening for Avengers Infinity War. We're having a special 1 p.m. meetup, meet and greet, here in sweaty Burbank at the Panera Burbank right there. We're going to get some coffees. We're all going to be there. Koi and Marquis are going to join us. We're going to grab Roca and drag his ass to get in. We're going to hang out in front of that Panera for maybe an hour and a half. And then we're going to go cool off after we sweat it out. We're going to cool off. How do we cool off? We go to the IMAX Avengers Infinity War screening at 2.30. Watch the movie with us. And then we're going to get sweaty about it afterwards. It's going to be a, a good birthday week. Amy's birthday is Friday. Robert's is Tuesday today because you're watching this right now. My birthday is May 16th. We're all 25 years old. What's up? How's it going, babies? <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about this movie we just saw literally yesterday, which is now Deadpool 2. I mean, come on. Here's our non-spoiler review. Now, if you suffered through Koi uh, and Marquis and myself trying to talk about Avengers Infinity War, that was it was fun, but also very painful. You saw the pain on our face because we literally wanted to... <laughs> Every single thing that happens in Avengers Infinity War is a spoiler. You can't even talk about. And then Rocket Raccoon went into this. What, what did, that's a spoiler. Because everything is a spoiler. That's not so much the case with Deadpool 2. I could just start off with a very simple question. How does Deadpool 2 hold up to the very first Deadpool? I'll start with you, Robert. 
Well, you know, I was telling Roke and I drove back after right. we saw the film together, and I, I told Roke, I said, this is how I would explain it. I think that Deadpool 2 is the Beverly Hills Cop 2 of the Deadpool franchise. Mm. It's not Beverly Hills Cop 1, right? Which, which I think is a classic action comedy. I think Beverly Hills Cop 2, because it was directed by Tony Scott, it was shot in a different sort of a way. Right. There is less verisimilitude, and for me to say that about a Deadpool movie... Um, I thought it was a, a, a good film. Right. I thought people who love Deadpool probably enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it nearly as much as I enjoyed the first one. I will echo your sentiments, and I think that Deadpool 2 is okay. I liked it. I didn't love it. And I didn't hate it. But I'm somewhere in the middle of all of those aspects. There are moments in the film that are outright hilarious. Uh, for all the comic book nerds and movie nerds, there's a lot of uh, little gimmies and little tells and little, oh, check this out, little little chimichangas, if you will, for everyone. And I feel like Ryan Reynolds is a really, you know, this he was born to be Deadpool. And he's still Deadpool in this movie. Um, the movie suffers, though, from a lot of plot problems and a lot of story problems. And we all heard about, you know, there was a test screening a couple months ago and yada, yada. They added more cable. They added more domino. I'd like to. I like. I would have liked to have seen two more weeks of shooting to add even more cable and even more domino. Because for me, that is one of the weak links of this of this Deadpool two is the introductions to those characters and how great they are. I mean, Josh Brolin is Cable, and Zazie Beetz is Domino. I mean, she's she is the MVP of the movie for mm. myself. Domino steals the movie. Why does Domino steal the movie? is inherently as to why I thought the movie was just okay is because the rest of the plot doesn't hold up. So that when Domino is in the film, the the movie becomes electric. And when she's not, it's just like kind of moving along. And everything moves along at a at a good speed, at a good gait. Oh, the jokes are there. I was never bored. I never emotionally connected with any of the main elements of the story, which therein is myself for films or television series, if I'm not invested in the character, even a character who breaks the fourth wall and I'm there with him, joking along with him, as in the first Deadpool, I absolutely love the first Deadpool. I think it's an incredible, amazing feat for that movie to not only just be rated R, make $800 million, but to be so good of a film that it's like, you're almost like, this doesn't even deserve to be this good. It's amazing. The storytelling techniques of the first Deadpool should have just been copied to be blunt about it they should have just been like this really worked and i was even mentioning this a few months ago i was like well if they just follow the storytelling techniques of the first deadpool where he's on this bridge and he's telling you things that happened it would have kind of and there's sort of a little bit of that happening in this film but not in the way that the first one did so well um i also want to say for myself what didn't really work is the direction i felt like i think leach is a good director and uh you know, I love the first John Wick. I also feel like leaning way too much on choreography and action scenes without the heart that needs to be there, and instead just saying the words about the heart being there, it doesn't add up. You can't just say words. You have to feel them. Amy, what are your thoughts about how does this hold up to the first Deadpool? So this is an interesting question, and I want to get a little more time on it. Uh, I, I think if you liked the first movie, you're going to like this. I think if you love Deadpool, you're going to enjoy this movie. Uh, I... Like, 
Deadpool, especially with like coming from the comics, there's a lot of different ways to do Deadpool stories. There's a lot of different sort of versions of him. Uh, and this, like, this absolutely felt like a Deadpool movie. Like, they set out to make a Deadpool movie, and they, like, judging it on the scale of whether they accomplish what they set out to do, a lot of it works. I, you're going to laugh. You're going to remember some of this action stuff. Uh, it is interesting because my feeling about the first one was that it was such a surprise for me mm. how much it worked for me, how much I invested and cared about the character. I need a little more time to be able to tell whether some of my different reactions might be because that was something that was only going to apply the first right. time I saw it. Like, if, he, if Ryan Reynolds continues to be a great Deadpool, is it necessarily going to feel a little different than me finding out for the first time that this was really going to work in live action? Right. Or is there something actually different about the quality of the films or the storytelling that is giving me that feeling? I don't know. But, like, a lot of this was really, really fun. A lot of it, like, we were talking a little bit... Uh, there are a lot of fantastic riffs on superhero films right. and references and things that you may be, you may have seen a lot of times or you may have not seen a lot of times. And I think you're really, really going to dig it. They're like a lot of this is going to come, it is going to surprise you. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm a little bit with you guys. I'm like, I'm not totally sure if it has the same heart that the first one did. But it's funny because I have read successful Deadpool comics that did and didn't have that heart. So I'm not sure, like, I don't even know whether to score that against a Deadpool film. Because uh, it was just a weird miracle that the first sure. one. Sure. I, I, I'm going to add that I feel like the first one, I mean, the, uh, you know, say what you will about jokes hitting and missing. Any, mm. any comedy that has jokes has hits and misses. Every single comedy will, something didn't land for you. And while the other one, you're the only one laughing out loud. <laughs> and this film had those same elements to it. Like Ryan Reynolds quips and little things that he says. I was just, you know, he's incredibly funny and he's super talented. So anytime he's doing those kind of riffs, they work. Unfortunately, it started to work against the, the narrative of the of the movie. So I feel like they were directly in con conflict with each other, henceforth creating a, I wouldn't say a second rate type of a joke shtick, but unfortunately it was like it what they, the jokes weren't landing like they should because they were forced to compete with a story that was not built for that kind of a joke. I think that's exactly what my overall problem with the film was. The the way that Deadpool 1 told its story, the way it kind of unfolded in a very interesting the, the flashback fashion and right. and it was very clever. Yeah. And it was very witty. The story itself, the way the story unfolded, was just as witty as the comedy. Mm -hmm. And they both supported each other quite quite well. This film had a very straightforward story with a lot of plot elements borrowed from other things right. that were not innovative. And, and so there was never, as the story moved along... There's nothing that really... There was one thing that really did surprise me that I thought was absolutely ballsy and hilarious, this thing that they did. But then that happened and that was it. And then it went back to this normal sort of story that as it moved forward. And there, those story elements, we've seen them before. Yeah, without, without getting into non... Where this is the non-spoiler edition, but what you're saying, I also concur, is like there's so many elements from other films that are wholly lifted and placed in here without any effort where it's like I get that you're going to make your clown you're going to clown on these different elements and these different stories but the the there's no there's nothing added to it it's not like oh that's just the frosting is the clowning it's like it's so basic it's almost like really that's what you're doing well you know in the first film Wade takes a journey yeah uh, everything that happens to him the way he's tortured and kidnapped and put into this program and and he he goes on this journey and and the whole film you didn't know where you were going and in this film wade doesn't 
really have a journey. I mean, this plot happens. Lots of stuff goes on. Right. But the, the journey isn't necessarily as it unfolds. It didn't lead you down a path the way the first film well, did. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say there is a journey. It just doesn't work. It's the journey. That's the part of the story that well, I wish they didn't have. And I wish they other things were like. So I'll say what worked in the, the sequel is what I'm going to say is like, I wish they spent more time developing cable and more time developing domino and made those more intrinsic to the overall story because it would have helped and it would have added to it as opposed to just being like, like almost like taped or cut into the middle of a, of a story that's not really emotionally working. It's an interesting mix because they were trying to do some things with the story. Like they, they were trying to deal with some real moral questions, but they're doing it in a universe where you're never quite sure which things you're taking seriously and not. And sometimes that mix of taking it seriously and not can work really well, uh, and sometimes it can sort of work against what the film is trying to accomplish. Uh, and that's going to be sort of, that's sort of endemic to Deadpool stories. It, it is a thing that you run into a lot. Uh, there are, like, in terms of the things that work in the film, there's stuff y'all are going to be tweeting at us about, yes. like, that you're going to love. Uh, yeah. There's a, an occasional glimpse or choice of uh, angle that you're going to just love. Uh, And they're, you know, not every joke is for me in this movie, but like a lot of them are like, yep, that's, that is a quality Deadpool joke. I think it's, that's really important to say because we're talking about it as a film and it's like, it might sound harsh. Like if you're, you haven't seen the movie yet. So you're like, we're not trying to harsh your buzz. There's a ton of scenes that we laughed out loud and we were yeah. like, that we can't talk about because it's a non-spoiler show where we would be like, that scene or this or this moment. I Plus mean, we want you to have fun. And- yeah, so by no means are we saying it's a horrible film. It's not. Um, the Inhumans was a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I think, though, that, that the first film is so clever and it's so well done. And in terms of the story it's telling and the humor and the, the, the breaking the fourth wall and Wade Wilson, it was so innovative. And a lot of it comes from the fact that, again, we're, this, we're not seeing Deadpool for the first time. Mm-hmm. So there is an element of originality taken away from, from the experience because we're, we're getting what we expect. But I would say this. I mean, I love Brolin as Cable. Mm-hmm. I thought he was tremendous as Cable. But who is he? You know, I mean, is it, it, there should have been more? I think of that. You want you you don't you really got to know the character of Wade Wilson in Deadpool one, right? And they introduce all these characters, and I would like to have seen a little bit more development, like you had said, with these characters. Give us a little bit more time to get to know who they are. Well, I'll say this as an, and it gets harder to talk about it non-spoilery, but I'll say this: it's like I feel like the budget hurt this film. I feel like an added bonus of more, you know, even $20 million forced this film to add all these action sequences which weren't necessary and didn't add anything to the funniness. So that's when you start peppering jokes into action scenes, it either works or it doesn't. And in the first Deadpool, it did. And in most of these scenes, it didn't. In a few scenes, it did. But it was so hit and miss. That, to me, is why I didn't love the film, to be honest with you. I felt like the bigger and more disappointing sequences in this movie are coming directly from, oh, let's beef up the action. Or let's we've got this fight choreographer as a director. Let's let him do his thing and then just throw money at it. And then that's not how the first Deadpool worked. And that's not how this film Work. So let's talk about what worked. What worked for you, Amy? Uh, well, 
a, a lot of the callbacks and references worked. A lot of the jokes worked. I, I really liked Josh Brolin as Cable. I really liked Zazie? Zazie Beats? Z- Zazie Beats, yeah. Uh, as, as Domino. Uh, like, the kid is just lovable. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm afraid. I do not know the name of the actor playing that character. Uh, uh, but the, the kid at the center of the plot. Sure. Uh, I, like... Just, you know, does a, a wonderful job with the material he's given. Definitely. Uh, and thank you, Julian Dennison. He was also in the Hunt for the Wilder People, which is great. He's worked with Taika. He's a very good, very good actor. I'm glad you brought him up. Yeah, uh, I, I, like so. A lot of and and uh, I'm, I'm going to think this through carefully. There are parts of. Uh, I'm not good at non-spoiler reviews. There are we do. Do we know which of the oh, X-Men not, from no, the no, first no. movie we see in this one? Uh, well, we How know much the, is in the trailer? Well, the trailers show Colossus okay, yeah. uh, there's, and there's, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Some of the parts with Colossus were some of my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the, like, uh, then, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot you're going to like here. Definitely. There's, there's big reveals that we're not going to reveal that you're, when you see the film, you're like, da-ha! There's a lot of aha moments. They're like, things that you were hoping for actually do happen in, in really cool and unique ways. So that's the things that I liked about it, where they were pushing certain things, and they were able to be like, look, we couldn't do that in the first film. We had to establish all this. Let's try these other things. And I think some of those other things really worked. I would actually, you know, if I had my druthers, I would have wanted them to push it even further. Certain things that we can't talk about, I would have liked to have seen gone even, like, way further. So I can't even say, so we talked about what worked, what didn't work. What's, what character worked best in this? Out of all, you know, say Domino Cable, Deadpool. Uh, some well, Deadpool of the- works very well. Yeah. I mean, he works. Uh, I, I think that the... The thing that I, I found sort of annoying is there's so many jokes all the time, and some of them happen off camera. Like, you can't see Wade's face, like, when he's having these one-liners. There's so many one-liners that are really all over the place. One of the great things about the first movie was the the one-liners really landed. Mm-hmm. And you were very much... And they were usually... They worked with whatever was going on in terms of action. Right. There was a lot of non-sequitur humor coming from, I know that sounds strange for me to say in a Deadpool movie, but, but there were things that were just being said that, that really had a disconnect from what was going on. And like you were saying, I thought that worked against, it didn't accentuate the action and it didn't accentuate the joke. Right. I mean, by doing that, it, it sort of, it was just stuff coming at you. But though I will, I will say some of those non sequiturs I really oh, loved. I mean, there's ones that you're like they go abstract, and I just was laughing about it for like five minutes after the scene was over. So for some people, it will hit and miss and hit and miss. Like there's a joke. It's it's there's a it's a it's a it's not spoken. It's a something you hear. It's mm-hmm. a joke that you hear, and it, it when it happened, I laughed my ass off even before the joke that it was supporting happened, and it was hilarious. I couldn't believe it. I'm like. Just because the thing that they were referencing is a, I'm a particular fan of that mm-hmm. thing, and I couldn't believe they did. I'm like, wow, and I it delighted me. Well, so which, for th- me, character that worked. Uh, uh, the the major reason to see these movies is to see Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool, and yeah. that remains true. Uh, Domino yeah. was definitely a standout for me, uh, and uh, my other favorite character is the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack is great. I felt like it was a little bit too needle droppy for me, like where it was like actually telling, like. 
It wasn't it, like it does what I love about Deadpool, which is it takes your idea of what's cool and it expands it to put some other shit in, and you think it's making fun of it, but actually it's just forcing you to enjoy awesome stuff that you weren't paying attention to, and that is my favorite side of Deadpool. So just going back into my corner there, but yeah. Yeah, I would agree. The the key character of Deadpool two is Deadpool, and everything yeah. with him works. I feel like. It might have derailed itself a little bit and course corrected by the time it was over. So I feel like there's a, a nice period in the middle where I was like, I'm not sure what this movie is anymore, but I'm still laughing. And then it finds itself back to where you wanted it to be. And I think it delivers on those ends. So I feel like can't wait to see it a second time now that the, you know, the big surprise is over as far as like, what is it going to be like now? I want to see it again and see if some of those jokes have a, a repeat viewing, which I'm sure they will. Um, which characters didn't work for you without going into spoilers? We'll only we'll only talk about the characters who we've seen so far in the trailers. So of those characters, which characters didn't work for you? I, I, it's not that they didn't work. I think I think that Negasonic Teenage Warhead was underserved. Hmm. I think that there was much more for her to do. Yeah, and I missed that because I really liked her in the first film, and I liked the relationship she had with both Colossus. And I felt like like she didn't even have a connection with Colossus in this movie. Right, and yet they're always together. But I didn't feel like I felt that they were part of a, a team. That I really missed the team aspects. Of which is strange because this film is all about, about teamwork, teamwork and team so building. I would, yeah. I would unfortunately have to agree that I felt like Negasonic Teenage Warhead is really underutilized. Mm. Colossus is utilized properly and is a growth from the first film. Yes. So I feel, you know, you know, without going into spoilers too much, out of all the characters that we've seen, you know, I feel like there's uh, things I can't even say. So I won't say anything other than. You know, there's a few characters who who get hit because of the addition of other characters like Cable and Domino and elements of the story that are like blown out where you're like, there's a certain through line that could have been simplified where we could have gotten a very deep and meaningful story that still had a lot of humor. But instead, because it ramped up that action and because it ramped up that budget, I almost feel like I'm thinking it through like, oh, I even see where as the as the oh, we, now we'll do this set piece or we'll do that set piece. At the expense of the heart of the movie yeah. and the comedy. So I feel like those two really... I would even say Ryan Reynolds is saying, hey, if we do do a Deadpool 3, let's do it like for like a million bucks and make it a road movie. Because he probably feels the same way. It's like, we might have gone too big. Let's go back and be small. Is well, it, it did take them out of the world that they built in the first one. We were talking a bit beforehand yeah. about uh, the, like, the care with which they built out sort of an environment and peopled it with surrounding folks. That Some of which make the transition to the new movie and some of which don't. Uh, so that's, and you know, I, I, Colossus is mostly well used. I'm just gonna Definitely. put that. Is there. it Rapinder? Is that the name of the cab driver? Dopinder. 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 Yep. I loved everything they did with him. Yes. I'm glad that he had a little bit. Uh, his part was uh, expanded upon. Yes, for sure. And there was. I, I really enjoyed uh, him in the film, and and he kind of has a journey. Goes yeah, on. I mean, I think I really every, every character does go through a, different things in the film. So let me let me wrap it up by saying, does this deliver everything you hope for? Um, start with you, Amy. Like when you were seeing Deadpool two, is this a worthy successor in your mind? Or I mean, it. I'm not sure. It, I would have loved for it to surprise me as much as the first movie did, but. Uh, and it didn't do that. But I do think that if you are a Deadpool fan, you're going to enjoy this movie. Robert? I, you know, I enjoyed it. 
I was a little disappointed because I, I love the first one so much. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not by any means a terrible movie. I really enjoyed the time I sat there watching it. I remember walking out of The Crow, City of Angels, right. literally seething with anger. Yeah. How horrifically awful that film was. I felt that way about the Crystal Skull, the Indiana Jones Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Seething, really seeth, like seething now, with anger. The- Same thing with Phantom Menace. Walking out of that theater... I had to leave because everyone was like holding lightsabers. Wasn't it great? I was like, yeah, you and your Jar Jar can suck it. Talk to me in 18 years. No, there was a, there was a lot. This movie is still wildly entertaining. It is. And that's yeah. what I'll say. I, I felt like uh, disappointed is too strong for me. I'll just say underwhelmed because while I was watching it, I found myself, you know, kind of not engaged in the film anymore. And that didn't happen for one second in the in the first Deadpool. I feel like maybe some of the fights that Ryan Reynolds and Tim Miller went through to get to Deadpool worked. And maybe, I don't know what the back history or storyline for making Deadpool 2 is. I do know that there's way more action. There's bigger set pieces. But I found that I didn't care about those at all. Literally, the action scenes were kind of meaningless. I was wanting yes. more character development. I wanted to care and see more about some of these characters that are introduced, and that's not there. The jokes are there, though, but I find that without having that, they're a little more hit and miss without, you know, as I've said. So, out of a rating of 1 to 10... No! Yes. I will start with Deadpool 2. Out of 1 to 10, I'm going to give Deadpool 2 a 7.5. Robert? I'll give it a six and a half. Six point five. Amy? Uh well then I'm gonna split the difference and say seven. I'm terrible at the number thing. Right on. Well, I'd strongly suggest that you get out and go see Deadpool 2 because it is worth seeing in the theater. Ryan Reynolds really delivers and definitely stay for the credit sequences because there's some flavor in there. Some might even argue that it's some of the best parts of the movie <laughs> that are in there. So definitely see it. Thanks for tuning in. For Robert, Amy, and myself, have a good week. Stay little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.